0: Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjapay, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Hi, everyone. I'm back with you again for the third time this week. So this week, I'm dropping extra episodes as I share with you a live workshop that I held this week called Clarity, Confidence, and Courage. On Wednesday, the focus was all about clarity, getting clear on what you want and why it's so important to look beyond others' paths and others' futures and to focus on what feels aligned for you and to get quiet and really listen to what you want. Then on Thursday, we focused on confidence, which is really that belief in yourself and trust that you can figure anything out, that you can find the resourcefulness and the strength to figure things out. And understanding that confidence truly is a mindset and that it is something we can cultivate. And even if it waxes and wanes, we can always bring ourselves to a better place when it comes to our confidence level. And then today, we are focusing on my absolute favorite, which is courage. So in this session, you will hear about why we tend to avoid taking action that requires courage. I give you three actionable tools to use in order to cultivate courage, because like confidence, courage is also a mindset and a spirit of being. And finally, we talk about what's on the other side of courage, and this is so powerful. When we take courageous action, there's so much waiting for us on the other side. This is by far my favorite of the three workshops, so I hope you enjoy. I also want to share that Doors are now open to my group program, Be All You Are. Now, this is a beautiful six-month experience for women who want to step into all they are, who want to get clear on what they really want, what their heart desires, what their soul is calling them to do, and start to take action towards real transformation in all areas of your life. And again, it's a six-month program. We meet once a week. It's a very intimate experience, and it is truly life-changing. So in today's session, you'll hear from an alumni, and you are going to hear from another one um, tomorrow. So tune in to this week's episode now, and to learn more about be All You Are, my six-month group program for women, you can scroll down. The link is right here in the show notes. You can read more about it. Doors are open until Monday with a bonus of a 45-minute one-on-one session with me. And I'm telling you, I have put 20 years of my experience across work and personal development and spirituality into a program to help women understand that they have the power to transform their lives. Thank you for listening and enjoy this week's episode. We have such a fun day today. Today is like my absolute favorite, you know, topic Because it really is what changes our lives. Like we've been talking about transformation and, you know, having clarity on our dreams and believing in ourselves that we can make things happen. And courage is really the final pillar because we need courage to take action and to get out there and do things and become who we're meant to become. And it's just such a beautiful thing. (laughs) nice morning sessions with kane i know we should just keep going we should just keep going why not right um okay so i want to make sure that every that the chat is working properly today because i was realizing yesterday that it's set on the bottom if you go to the bottom of your chat it's clicked on hosts and panelists so i'm going to click mine on everyone and so if you want your chat to be seen by everyone and not just by me then just switch that over to everyone that would be great um Okay. So I want to just recap where we've been on the past couple of days, because it really has been a journey, right? Like each of the things that we have been talking about, they all lead one to the other. They all work together. They're all equally important. And so on day one, we focused on clarity and how getting clear on what we want is an exercise in deepening our relationship with ourselves, because it's not about what path we think we should follow or what path others are following or what path we um, think is available to us, but it's about what path we are being called to walk on and to create. And so clarity is an important piece, right? And getting quiet with yourself and giving yourself time to explore and to ask yourself those questions. That's such a big piece of it. Then on day two, on Tuesday, we talked about confidence, which we learned CBT is really the belief in ourselves, right? Like this strong belief that in who we are, in what we're here to offer, in who we're meant to become, on the impact we're meant to have. And then the T is for trust, right? Like really trusting ourselves along the journey. And again, trust does not mean that we don't make mistakes or that we, um, and I should say mistakes in quotes because everything is a learning opportunity, right? But it doesn't mean that we don't take the wrong path or we try something and it doesn't work. That's not what trusting ourselves means. Trusting ourselves means that we know we will always lead ourselves to a better place, that we will always lead ourselves forward. And so if we remember that confidence is truly about believing in ourselves and about trust, then we can own that right we can own that for ourselves and we cannot we can make sure that we are not letting our confidence being um outsourced to someone else right whether it's a client or our company or whatever it is we can own our confidence so i want to check in with you before we start day 3 and i want to check in with you specifically on this idea of having blind faith in yourself because I told a story about reading a chapter in a book and um, Seth Rogen, um, you know, had said at the end of this little chapter, and it was just a pivotal time for me. It was exactly what I wanted to, what I needed to hear. But he said at some point, you just need to have blind faith in yourself. Right. And I think we can agree that for anyone who has carved their own path, who have done something different, right? Who is not just like looked elsewhere and said, okay, well, I guess I can go do that. They've had to have faith in themselves. And that's essentially what Seth was saying in this little story. So I want to ask you to type a one in the chat. If this idea of having blind faith in yourself resonates with you and a two, if you still find yourself struggling with it. Okay, good. I'm getting (laughs) 1.5. Nice, too. Okay, I love this. This is good. It's good for me to get a sense for where you are. So it sounds like it's landing, but there's still a little bit of a um, struggle of how do I actually do this, okay? So one of the things that I wanted to make sure I addressed is that we tend to base our confidence in ourselves entirely on our past. Right? We look at what we've done and where we are today, and we decide that it's from there that our future is created. Right? But you can see that that is a self fulfilling prophecy. If you are constantly predicting your future based on your past, then it doesn't really give you that much freedom to grow and to expand. And what we need to learn is that we need to create from the future that are, we talked yesterday about telling your story, right? We talked about like, how do you frame up your story? How do you tell your story? So your story is not over yet, right? Your story is at this point, you know, you've reached to this point in your story, but there's still so much more to come. And that's the future that we're talking about. That's the future that we are creating. And so we want to create from the future. We want to have confidence from the place of our future selves. And so part of that is the clarity, right? Is the envisioning of where do I want to go? What kind of life do I want to live? And creating with confidence from that place, right? It takes a little bit of imagination for sure. And maybe we're not used to using our imagination that much, but when we can get excited about where we're going, then we can bring that to life. And slowly, we can see ourselves becoming the person who can make that happen. And as we inch forward and inch forward, our confidence and our belief that we can do that continues to grow. So I hope that that helps a little bit in in really reframing it as um, instead of thinking about creating from your past, you need to create from your future. It's like sort of a, a new way of looking at things. So your confidence in yourself now has to come from future you not from past you um i wanted to remind you that yesterday i opened the doors to be all you are my 6 month group program it's a transformational group program for women we do all of this work only you know a hundred levels deeper um, and in a smaller group and more intimately, and I'm going to be sharing more about it later in the session. But I'm also going to be bringing on an alumni, um, Andrea, who is wonderful. And as long as I can get the whole panelist thing to work, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so wish me luck with that when we get to that when we get to that point. All right, so it is day three, and we are going to dive into courage. So courage is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to do something that frightens them. It's so interesting, just as we talked about yesterday with confidence, that courage is a quality of mind or spirit, right? Again, it's not something that we have or we don't have. It's a quality of mind. It's a a mindset, right? It's a spirit of courage. It's having the spirit of courage. So it is something that we can cultivate. It's something that's accessible to every single one of us. And I know that each and every one of you have shown courage throughout your lives at some point or another, whether you did it because you were feeling called to show courage that you felt like this is something I have to do, or it could have been because you had to be courageous. Like for me, I know um, in my journey, I've shared with my husband and my dad passing away. And at a young age, there were a lot of times where. It was not a choice. It wasn't like a, a luxury or an option to be courageous. Um, and, and I just had to be courageous. Now I see how those experiences um, showed me that I have a lot of courage. And it's only when we exercise that courage, when we use it, that we're, we're like kind of shock ourselves like I have a lot of courage and I didn't realize it. So that's an important thing, right? To look back and think of when you really um, displayed courage, either because you wanted to, or because you had to. So like we did yesterday on confidence, let's do a check on your level of courage. So where would you say you are in your life right now, in general, on a scale of one to 10, one being you don't have a lot of courage. You're fe- you're playing it really safe. You're kind of feeling fearful. And 10 being like, I am like skydiving tomorrow. I am <laughs> full of courage. Let's hear it. All right. I'm seeing some courage. This is good. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, I like to see that most of us are above a five. Some of us are a little lower. Um, but that means I'm catching you at the exact right time. You're ready to move. I'm looking at all these. It really depends on the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So maybe it's like where in an area of your life that matters to you, where are you show, Are you showing your level of courage? Maybe that's the right way to ask the question. So courage is the final and very necessary step in transforming your life, right? We need courage to take action. We need courage to show up differently, to shed our old skin and really like release and let go and become someone new. We need courage to disrupt the status quo in small ways and in big ways. We need courage to break out of our comfort zone. Um, And I think like, you know, most of us on this call, if you're on this call, it's likely, you know, you're rather comfortable, right? And, and it's, kind of nice to be comfortable. So it's like, why would I break out of my comfort zone? We're going to talk about that. We need courage to disrupt our old patterns and let go of limiting beliefs and let go of the sort of ways of being that have served us in the past, but that are not serving us as we evolve into where it is that we want to go. So without courage, and I know you all have it. And even if it's at varying degrees, it's in there again, it's like a, it's a mindset and and it's a, um, and it's like a sense of spirit of courage. If we don't have courage and if we don't exercise our courage, We stay in this cycle of wanting and longing, and we know what that feels like, right? It's that feeling like that we often call stuck, right? Like I feel stuck, and I'm just like having the same thoughts over and over over again, and I'm recycling them, and I'm just feeling a little better, and then I come right back to where I am, and over time, our confidence takes a hit. And the reason why our confidence takes a hit is because our higher self is saying, I'm telling you something right now. I'm like trying to tell you like where you are meant to go, right? I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you and you're not listening to me, right? (laughs) That's what happens. And then we start to feel like, oh, you know, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of a lack of confidence. I'm not really feeling like I'm moving forward. And that's why courage is so critical, right? So in this session, we are going to do three things. We're going to talk about what holds us back from being courageous. Um, I want to like hear from you on that. Like what holds you back from taking courageous action? The second thing we're going to do is we're going to, I'm going to share with you three tools to draw out your own courage, like three actionable tools that you can take away and use. Um, when you need to be more courageous which is today <laughs> we need to be courageous starting today that's that's one of my messages to you and then the third thing is what is on the other side of courage that's what we need to get excited about right if we can get excited about what's on the other side of taking those courageous steps and courageous action then then it's like that's where all the magic is and the rest of it becomes so much easier So the first thing is what holds us back from being courageous in the chat? I want you to share what you think holds you back from being more courageous. I have like a few things written down, but I want to hear from you. Self-doubt, being rejected, (laughs) mortgage, yeah, fear of risks, right? Like taking on risks, fear of failure, fear of trusting your instincts, fear of the unknown, yeah negative constant battling of the negative inner voice yes all of these things are real things right like what will people think of us the desire to get it perfect before putting myself out there yes that's yes for sure all of these these are these are all common fears, right? They're common things that hold us back. Like the, what will people think? What could I lose? Right. That's a big one. What could I lose? Like kind of um, there's associated risk and there's sacrifice and being courageous and being able to really measure what that r- the level of risk is to you. I think that's a big piece um, in understanding. Yes, Amrita, exactly. Fear of not having enough money. Right. And I think that what happens is we go straight to the deepest part of our fear right like of again being rejected or friends not um like understanding where we're going and being like why are you doing that that's weird um or you know the deepest fear of like being homeless you know there's things like that that we are afraid of um some of it is just that our confidence may take a further hit if we don't succeed and that's like afraid like can i handle that and um These are all real things, but what we often forget when we're sitting in that place of fear, when we're sitting in that place of self-doubt and of like focus on uh, potential losses is we forget about the potential gains. We forget about what could be on the other side of taking a risk and like reminding yourself that what your brain is doing right now is it's evaluating every risk as if it's like max level 10 risk, right? Whereas if you were to just say to yourself, okay, really, what is the risk here? Really? What am I saying? Like, let's look at it on paper. Let's look at what I want to do. Let's look at what this might look like. Right. And, but you don't even go there because the, the, the risk dial or the sacrifice dial is turned to 10. And we're almost forgetting about what's on the other side of taking all that risk. So we're going to get to that in a second. But first, I want to actually go through some tools and trip and tricks, <laughs> tools and tricks to draw out that courage. Uh, Linda, you raised your hand. That's awesome. I'm going to grab all the questions towards the end um but also feel free to pop it into the chat um so i want to talk to you about some tools and tricks to draw out your courage the first is this idea of taking inspired action so on day 1 we talked about clarity and that clarity requires you getting quiet and listening to that inner voice and um i have to like clarify here when i What I mean when I say inner voice, because I know I've talked about this before and somebody says, well, my inner voice is very anxious and very negative. And I do not mean that inner voice. That's like your shadow self. That's the part of you that's always sitting in the backseat telling you about all the things that can go wrong. I'm talking about the voice of your higher self, right? The part of you that believes in your potential, that believes you're meant to do big things, that knows you can do it, right? Oh, So that's who I'm talking about. I'm talking about your higher self and the voice of your higher self. And that voice is talking to us all the time. It's just, as we talked about on Monday, it's a little whisper. She's just so silently, quietly whispering. And you can feel it. It's almost like a tug on your sweater, right? Like when a child tugs on your sweater and you kind of feel it, but you're kind of ignoring it because you have stuff to do, right? That's what your inner voice is also doing. And if we can tune into her, her, like listen to her and we can tune into that voice more often, she's often nudging us in the right direction. You'll get that feeling sometimes like, oh, I need to call this friend or I should say yes to this invitation. Or, um, you know, I'm going to email this person just out of the blue. You get this feeling. Oftentimes we ignore those. We just like keep going. Life's busy. We got stuff to do. There's so much noise, right? Social media, email inbox, all of the things. But when we listen to those nudges and we take what I call inspired action, right? Because it literally came from a, a source, like it came out of out of um, inspiration and we take action, those um, taking steps from that place can lead to the most incredible places. And I actually want to give you an example from a conversation I had with a woman on my podcast. So I can tell you her name because you'll hear it on the podcast, but her name is Joy McCarthy and she is um, a nutritionist and she's based here in Toronto and is quite a huge following and has um, been very influential uh, over the last decade. But on my podcast, she shared um, a story of when she followed a nudge. And she said it was, you know, I think probably 15 years ago now. And she was walking down Spadina Avenue in Toronto. And she was a nutritionist and was just kind of starting out. And she saw a billboard outside of a, or a sandwich board outside of a um, storefront. And it said that there was a fitness studio inside. And out of the blue, she got this nudge to go upstairs and ask this fitness studio if, um, They were looking for a a nutrition partner, right? Like somebody to come and advise their clients within um, the fitness studio. And she had never done this before. Like never, it wasn't a thing that she was doing and she was a little bit afraid, but she just kind of was like, I'm just going to go do it. So she went upstairs and sat down with the guy who was managing this studio And she said that she sat across from him and it was like, they looked at each other as if they'd known each other, you know, in a past life. And anyway, that man ended up being her husband He's now her husband. They've been married for like 14 years or something like that. But we often don't look back and say, though, all those miracle moments in our lives, like how did it actually happen? Like, look at the, the dots and connect the dots and oftentimes, it comes from you just getting this little push, and it's just a question of whether we listen to them. So that's my first tip for you: is to listen to those nudges and take action. And if you can't take action in that moment, write it down. Say, "I need to call this person. I need to leave a voice note for them. I need to. I definitely need to say yes to that event or whatever it is." Um, so that's the first one. The second one is this idea that 20 seconds of courage can change your life, that all it takes is 20 seconds. We can all do something for 20 seconds. It's like when you're on the treadmill and, and like you turn it all the way up. You can't do that for long, but you could do it at least for 20 seconds, right? Well, at least I can't do it for long. Um, but this l- little idea comes from a book which was turned into a movie called We Bought a Zoo. Um, the movie has, um, oh my God, not Ben, Matt Damon in it as the dad, Benjamin Me, And he says in this movie, you know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage, just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I promise you something great will come of it. And so that's a reminder to you that sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of courage. It's like, picking up the phone or it's hitting publish, um, or it's like putting your hand up in that meeting and you're afraid to, but you know, you just need to have your hand up for a few seconds and then, and then you can just say the thing, right? So when you find yourself caught in the moment where you're like, um, I wanted, I'm feeling called to do something courageous here, just remind yourself that it's just 20 seconds of your life. It's 20 seconds of your life to, do something that could drastically change the direction of your life. And again, you may not see it as you move forward, but in hindsight, it will make all the difference. In hindsight, you'll realize how much those little moments of courage change your life. Okay, so my third tip for you is a tool that I teach inside Be All You Are, and it's called the... Um, I'm the kind of person tool, or I call it the kind person tool. And this is a tool that helps you when you don't feel like you're yet the kind of person who can do the thing that you want to do. And like, I can give you the most simple example is, you know, a couple of years ago, I would never have dreamed of, You know, turning the camera onto like selfie mode and hitting record and talking into it. It's like, absolutely not. I don't do that. That's not my thing. I like, don't like how watching myself talk. It's weird. (laughs) Is that how I really look? You know, all these things that you say to yourself. And I, I like, just couldn't imagine doing it until this thing that I wanted and this vision that I wanted to bring to life. And it, It needed to match who I also was going to become. And so, this tool of saying, I'm the kind of person who can flip that video on and just start talking like naturally, keeping in mind the people that I want to reach. And it's as easy as pie, and I can do it anytime. And it doesn't mean that the first few times that you do that, that you feel that way. But when you keep telling yourself, I'm the kind of person who can do this, I'm the kind of person who can who can just speak from her heart. I'm the kind of person who doesn't make it about her. And she makes it about who she's trying to reach. And so you can use that on like, honestly, you could use it today. You could use it right after this call. I'll give you another quick example of how I've used it in the past. And actually this is where it's rooted is um, I used to travel with houseplant to LA quite a bit. And I'm one of those people who doesn't do well if I don't get a good night's sleep. And of course, when you're traveling, you're even less likely to get a good night's sleep. And so I remember there was a day when I had a big presentation to make and I really needed to like lead the conversation and I needed to feel confident and strong. And I woke up that morning and I hadn't slept well at all. And I felt terrible and I felt like, oh my God, I'm not going to do a good job. And I'm going to sabotage this. I'm going to screw it up somehow. Right. And I started telling myself, I'm the kind of person who can handle a one night of not good sleep. I'm the kind of person who knows how to take care of herself. I do a little meditation. I drink a green juice and I focus on what my message is and what I, and then later on I can fall apart. (laughs) But that little reframing of I'm the kind of person who can do this helped me step into actually being that person. It is so simple. but it's rooted in psychology. It's rooted in a lot of self-image work in in terms of how we evolve our own self-image. And it's very simple. So I would love to hear which of these tools resonate with you the most. So the first one is inspired action. The second one is 20 seconds of courage. And the third one is the kind person tool. And I'd love to hear from you which one sort of really landed with you. Yes, love it. Yeah, they're all wonderful and they all are very empowering, you know? They're all incredibly empowering because in real time, you can see how you are displaying courage. You're just, you're living with more courage by just using these very simple little tips and tricks. The second tool, 20 seconds of courage. Yeah, I think Miriam, like just to give you a quick example, If you wrote an email to somebody and you were like, I really want to say this, and I've been wanting to say it for a long time, and I know it needs to be said, and I'm being kind and thoughtful, but I need to speak up for myself, the 20 seconds of courage would be to hit send, would be to not let it sit in your drafts for too long. You know, That's what a 20 seconds of courage would look like there. Okay, you're welcome. All right, so I just shared with you three tools that you can use in your life. To live more courageously, right? And this is the kind of work we do inside Be All You Are, but customized to you in the group. We're working through things together, we're supporting one another, um, which is wonderful. So now I want to talk to you about what is on the other side of courage, right? Because we've just talked about all the reasons why we hold back and we don't take those steps forward. So I want to ask you to share with me, what do you think is on the other side of courage? Like if we take courageous action, what could be on the other side of that? Why don't you just drop that in the chat? Peace of mind. Yes. Fulfillment. Yes. I have a list here and you guys are checking them all off. Freedom. Yes, Erin. Freedom. Fulfillment, Sarah. Thank you. Joy and vitality. That. Dreams coming to life, pride. Yes, I didn't have pride on there. Opportunity for sure, Lexi. I need to add pride to my list. That's a good one. It's it's so good to it's like being proud of yourself. Honoring yourself. Yes. Relief. <laughs> totally. There's relief because you've done it and you're no longer in that stuck place, right? Feeling stuck is a terrible place to stay. So some of the things that I um, have on the list are freedom, right? The sense of freedom, like, holy shit, I did it. I can do anything. Freedom, exactly. Expansion, this feeling of growth and this feeling of like, you know, like just reaching higher and higher. It's it's such an amazing feeling. Um, fun. It's, it's so much fun to be courageous, right? And instead of living small um, joy for sure comes out of it. Peace because you're in greater alignment with yourself and what you know that you want for yourself. Um, fulfillment. And then I I added pride and then I need to add relief too. <laughs> so yes, we talked a lot about, we talked a little bit about all the fears that hold us back from, from, from being courageous, But we forget about what we have to gain on the other side, right? These incredible gains, freedom, expansion, growth, fun, joy, peace, alignment, fulfillment, pride, all of that is on the other side of courage. So we have to decide how committed are we going to be to that long view for ourselves? How committed are we going to be to that? Because we could go our whole lives. Just living in the sense of fear, and and you know, I don't. I'm not trying to make this sound like, oh, this is really bad, but it kind of was really bad because we could have more, we can have more, and so, but we need to get excited about what's on the other side. One of the things that I posted on LinkedIn a few weeks ago was that I think we need to re- redefine how we think of success. Because we spend a lot of time thinking about success as it relates to outcome. And I think we need to um, define success as it relates to acts of courage. Because when we are living a life full of acts of courage, we are living in a full, um, we're living all out right? We're not like just living within the, well, I ch- I checked that success success box and I checked that one. Instead, we're, we're like proud of the fact that we are living with courage. Um, And the last thing I want to say about this is that this whole idea of um, being courageous and of really going for the life that you want, it feels like it's a constant battle, right? We talked about like your shadow self, the one of you, the one that's always in the back. Well, hopefully is in the back seat kind of telling you watch out for that and watch out for that. And that like looks too scary and don't say that. And you know, don't speak up and don't sign up for that or whatever. Um, and your higher self who's like, yes, grow, go do the things, be brave. There is that. And then there's also sort of, um, your mind and your soul or your mind and your spirit, because your mind our minds are wired to crave certainty. Our minds just want to know exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. We just need to know it all. And if we're stuck too much in here, that is where we, how we live. We live from that place. But your spirit and your soul crave adventure. We want to know what's around the corner. What could I do? Like, what could I create? Who could I become? What adventures could I go on? That's what our soul craves. So at some point, we just need to decide, am I going on my soul adventure? Am I going on my spirit adventure? Or am I letting my mind that is like extremely adverse to risk, that only sees sacrifice, am I letting my mind dictate what my life looks like? So all these you know, three things that we've talked about, the pillars, courage, clarity, confidence, and courage are exactly what manifesting is about. Like that's really what it's about. And the first thing I'm going to do when you, um, if and when you come into the program is I'm going to have you take my manifesting masterclass to get you into this energy of creating, right? We need to shift out of this sort of fearful energy and shift into more of a creation energy. And that's one of the first things that I'm gonna have you do. So I want to um, finish this part of our time together by leaving you with this quote from William James, who's considered to be the father of psychology. And I love this little quote because it's so simple and so powerful. So he says that the three steps to changing one's life are step one, start immediately. So meaning today you take action on something that takes you closer to what it is that you want. That's step one. Start immediately. Step two is do it flamboyantly. And what that means is you're not going to do it in a small, shy way. You're going to do it in a like, I'm doing this kind of way, right? Like I'm, I'm going out there and I'm committing to this and I'm like, Telling the world, right? Even if you don't really tell the world at first, but it's not doing it in a hesitant, I'm hiding kind of way. It's doing it in a bold way. So that's the second thing, do it flamboyantly. And then the third thing is no exceptions. Because in the end, we have to decide how committed are we to what we want? Are we kind of committed? Are we sort of committed or are we committed? Like, if you want a job that I'm just using a job as an example, it could be anything, but if you want a job that feels like, you know, you are being seen and you are valued and that you're leading and you feel like, you know, like you can really be yourself, how committed are you to actually having that? Um, Because there's no other way to have no exceptions without commitment because otherwise you're always going to have like a million backup plans. Because if you know clearly what you want and you believe that you're meant to have it and the next obvious step is okay, here's what I need to do to go get it. If you're wavering that on it at all, then you know, you won't ever take those steps. Or you'll half take a step or half take a step over there, but you won't actually um, do what it takes and i'm going to use this as an example right like um this this uh, community that i'm building and this mission that i am on to serve women and to you know really and i know that you word empower is can be overused but really it is to um allow us to understand our own power and to go out there and use it to not only better our lives but the lives of others around us and to not just take our power from a title or from the fact that we own a home or the fact that we um you know go on these fancy vacations but that our power comes from within and that we are living boldly and courageously and crafting our very own unique life so but it does beg the question, how committed are you? And because and the thing is, if you are committed, you will make it happen. You will take those steps. You, you will do the hard thing, but only if you're committed. Okay. So these are the kind of deep transformative conversations we have inside Be All You Are. Sometimes. I swear, but not often. (laughs) I've never been a swearer. Um, But what we do is we question our assumptions about ourselves and what we believe is possible for us. And we set our sights high. And then we trust that what we want is meant for us. Because I really believe that what you want, the universe also wants for you. That, that, That desire that you have, especially, you know, not if it comes from the place of ego, but I know all of you on this call are not desiring something from the place of ego. If you are desiring something, it is because you are meant to have it. I 100% believe that. So in the program, we deepen our awareness. You know, we examine how we think about things, the limitations we've accepted for ourselves. And we ask a lot of questions. Like, what if I doubted my limits instead of doubting what's possible, right? What if I what if I doubted my limits? What if I what if it is possible for me to have this, whatever it is that I want? And we also work through a lot of the discomfort and resistance that inevitably shows up as we move down this path because it's not a straight line. even once you've committed, you're going to have those moments, right? And so we work through that together. And we also have a lot of fun, and we have six months to do it. So I'm going to share with you the link again right here. And then I am going to bring, hopefully, I can do this. (laughs) I'm going to bring Andrea on to the call. Andrea Crockett, who is an alumni of BLUR. Let me see, Andrea, if I can bring you on. I'm trying to find you. Okay, let's see if we can get Andrea on here. Oh, there she is. Yay, it worked. All right, that worked. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Awesome, we did it, Andrea. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure.
1: Hopefully, my camera decides to focus on me. There we go. Yeah, no, it's all good. Sorry.
0: There we go. So, I asked Andrea to join us because um, I, I wanted her to share with you sort of where she was before she joined the program and then her experience actually within it and then where she is now. Because it's been like several months, maybe at least six months, even since. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, Andrea, I will leave it to you. Okay. Okay. So I'll give you
1: a bit of background um, of, you know, who I am and where I was. So I'm an engineer and I work in tech. So very much male-dominated world um, that I've been living in. And you know, I'm usually the only female in the room. I'm surprised if there's actually another woman there with me. Um so you know, it's not a glass ceiling, it's a concrete ceiling, is what I like to say. But you know, in that career, I was relatively successful. So there we go. Um, I need to say about three years ago, I bought one of your robes, Kena, and I love it. I now have three of them. I absolutely love them. And for whatever reason, I kept your marketing newsletter. Like usually, you know, I kind of unsubscribe after I buy something, but I kept it. So when you transitioned from you know your beautiful merchandise to um, you know your coaching and motivation platform, um, I was getting your email. and you know I'm. At that point in my life, I really wasn't so sold on the whole coaching thing, right? Like I was like, you know, if you have a problem for sure, you know, go get help, go get therapy, but coaching, I'm just not so sure. But the titles of your emails, like they just really caught, like they really caught my eye and I would find myself on Sunday morning, like reading the email and they just, it was like, they just spoke directly to me. So you know, I just ended up, I signed up, something called me to sign up, and it was very much out of character, but I signed up to the UR program, and like, it, it changed my life, so at that point in my life, I really was going through a lot, Like it's one of those things where if it was fiction, no one would believe it, but I was going through a marriage separation, I was going through uh, an empty nest, I had moved out of my home uh, that I'd been in for 22 years into this sterile condo lacking in nature. I had moved from a burnout job to a new job that I was really excited about, but um, unfortunately turned out to be an incredibly toxic workplace. And I lost that job. And then, of course, I was looking for more work. And, you know, even a job, like I'm sure we've all been through this, right? Where we look at it and go, well, they may as well put my name on this, right? (laughs) Like I wasn't getting any, any. You know any response to, um, and then finally I um, had a, a health issue um, where I, I basically I couldn't wear shoes. So I was in this point in my life where it was just raining sideways. Everything that could happen did happen, and I was like literally left on my sofa alone. I wasn't able to walk or do my activities. You know I didn't have kids or family around. Um, and it, it was a really dark place. So. I can't say enough, you know, being part of the all you are. I mean, it wasn't just wonderful about the the program itself, but it was this community of women that I looked forward to so much every week. Right. It was something that just fed my soul. The inspiration, the empowerment, it gave me hope again. It made me curious. Like it it just it it was absolutely a godsend for me. Um, but because of where I was where I was, I really was uh, struggling with the workshop, right? I was going through mentally and emotionally a hell of a time. Sorry, I do swear. Uh, what I was going through.
0: This hell count? I don't know, Andrea. I don't think so. All, right.
1: All right. It's the it's eight, it 18 of vlog. Well, anyway, um, I was going through a hell of a time. And I remember even like having a call or an email with you where I kind of expressed that, that it was, mm-hmm. you know, the program was great, but just where I was and I was so blocked, like, I couldn't even begin to start to imagine what I wanted in my life. I knew I wanted something, right? The The whole thing that called me to your program, you know, that I identified with you and with the other women with theirs, you know, we're all women of, you know, an age like in our 30s or, or sorry, 40s or 50s. And we've, you know, had some success in our careers or our lives, but there's just, is that something more? So, but I just couldn't, you know, find... Uh, a way through it but it was still you know giving me inspiration and then one day offhand <laughs> you mentioned that you had done um, a psychedelic journey mm-hmm. and told us just a little bit about it and what it had given you and I had recently watched um, Michael Pollan's um, how to change your mind documentary on Netflix and I really I love Michael Pollan I've always booked so um, it made me really curious and um, when you said that, and I watched the Netflix show, I did a little digging around and, you know, kind of learned a bit about um, the clinical trials that were ongoing in the state of Canada with psilocybin, magic mushrooms, and with uh, NDMA or ecstasy to treat um, resistant treatment or uh, re- treatment resistant depression and PTSD. So anyway, I took a leech and I got in contact with you. And a few months later, um, there I was doing my own journey. And it was something like I had never, like, I mean, I was so square, right? Like I did pot, and you know, like at some point a couple of times. And I was like, oh, it's not really for me. Like I was so square. <laughs> so <laughs> it was such a, a new experience for me. Um, but it was truly a, a, like a pivotal Point in my life, um, there were a few things that um, that it brought me that I experienced that um, like have just changed everything about my life. So first, the first thing, which is quite common, was the depression I was experiencing, which I refused to admit I even had. Like with my therapist, I you know she I could tell she'd be sniffing around for de- depression symptoms, and I'd be like fine. Yeah. Okay. I I find it hard to get out of bed in the morning and I really don't have much hope and I don't have any motivation, but I'm fine. (laughs) But I found, um, you know, I came out of the medicine as we call it. And it was like, all the things in my life were the same, you know, it wasn't like magic and unicorns. I knew all the challenges I was going through were still there, but how I felt about them and how I perceived them was different. Which really, um, for those of us who have gone through depression, I've you know been through it a few times now. That is, you know, the, the the conundrum with depression, right? Like you know, you shouldn't feel as bad as you do, but you can't change that. So it's like medicine brought me to this place where all the challenges were still there, but how I perceive them was different, and that let me step out of that space. Um, so then the other thing, and you know, this is, is common as well, is a lot of what you've described here today, where hard to describe it opened my mind to a new place so all that should would could stuff the, the background tape that goes on all those learned thought patterns were all quieted and as I've learned now that's called the default mode network but that was all quieted and I was able to go to this place truly within myself where those self-limiting thoughts and patterns just weren't there Um, And really, as you said earlier, it's like I found my higher self. I didn't know the word for it then, but that's, you know, that's what I, that's what I discovered. Um, Where possibilities were more open, right? Where everything wasn't limited by all the ways things could go wrong, but that this, this world opened up to me. You know, so as you said, it was like I wasn't basing my future on my past, right? So that that was the other thing that was really there. And then um, finally, for me, more uniquely was in my experience, I evaluated all the people in my life and you know, whether it's friends, family, coworkers, many people in my life and where they were and really what they needed from me. So, you know, in some cases that was, you know, they need love or they just need you to be there. Or some people, it's like, you know what, they're going through something, but they don't need you. Right. So it's just this really unique thing. And so when I came out of you know the experience and a couple of days later, what I realized is something I had known for many, many years, but had consistently denied. And that was that what I wanted to do was to help others. Um years ago when I first did therapy, I remember thinking, oh, I you know what, I I really would have I think I would have liked being a therapist. And then thought, oh, I'm sure everybody thinks that. Right. Or you know, I'd have to go back to school and I'm not going to do that now. I'm almost 50, right? Like, oh. All those things. Um, but with this new, fresh perspective, with what the medicine brought me, I went back to um, my BL, um, BLUR, like to the, the presentations and to the recordings and reviewed them. And it was like, it all just started falling into place, right? I started unblocking myself it um, was able to see, you know, what I wanted. And, you know, sure enough, what I realized is that I wanted to bring the power of this medicine to other people. So, (laughs) you know, I wanted to open, you know, open the door and let others walk through just like I had been, you know, given the um, ability to do. So I went this summer and I trained and apprenticed as a psychedelic coach. And I'm venturing on this totally 180 I don't know, a couple of spins in there,
0: career change of um, bringing this medicine to people. I mean, Andrea, it's like incredible when I think of when I first met you. And when you talk about transformation to go from working successfully in a very male oriented space and, you know, you could have easily just kept going on that path, but you stopped and you looked around and you did that deep work to understand what, was in your um greatest alignment right and the fact that you would have never seen oh i'm going to like help people with healing from the place where you were and to now be having you know like literally vp of ops on your linkedin profile because we always talk about that and then yes. now be doing this work and in a way starting again and having to again and again Remember, why am I doing this? The clarity and like, you know, drawing again on that trust in yourself. Like, I I believe that I'm meant to do this. And then finally, the courage to like, I know that from our conversations, you are facing that like needing to be courageous on a daily, hourly basis right now. You know? yes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The confidence and the courage, right? It's, I mean, yeah. It, But yeah, it, it is there within us.
0: And um, sometimes we just need a bit of a nudge to to see it. Yes. Yes. So true. Um, Andrea, thank you so much um, for coming on and sharing. (laughs) It's like, I love, I mean, for me, it's so beautiful because as, as I keep doing this work, I just get to meet the most amazing women and they of course all turn into friendships and it means so much to me. And I'm, I'm so proud of you and also wowed by you and inspired by you. And so thank you for, for coming on to share that. Right. Well, thank you very much for everything. For all you. Thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up in a few minutes. So I'm going to take Andrea. Let's see. Uh, there we go. I did it. Okay. So I want to just, you know, we have six minutes left and I want to thank Andrea again for spending this time. And tomorrow we're going to have another alumni join to share her story. And I'm really excited for you to meet her. And, you know, we do have two more days together. And I hope that you are really um, getting so much out of this time together. And that I want to bring you an opportunity to take all of this and just really bring it full circle. And you may feel like this is what you needed, right? Like we all know what we need at different phases of in our life. So you may feel like I got what I needed and I'm ready to just move on from here. And, you know, when I'm ready, I'll like find the next thing that I need, right? Like, I think we have all experienced that. And so I want to thank you for being with me here and for continuing to be with me for the rest of the week, if you can. And I so appreciate that you've taken time out of your schedule and that you're here with me. But if you have the sense that you know that what we're talking about is just the tip of the iceberg, because it really is. And you feel like you could use that additional support and community so that you're not going it on your own, right? Like you don't have to do it on your own or try to do it the hard way and figure it out. And if you want a, you know, everyone has a unique path, but if you want a path with that is, that is better lit, right? We can help you have, follow a path that is better lit and link arms with other women on the same journey, then be all you are. My group program is exactly what you need. And I like to call it a secret garden because (laughs) within the magic of a secret garden, you will blossom into the next version of yourself. I really believe that. And it will be a more clear and confident and courageous version of you. So if you haven't already booked a call with me, please do so. Um, The link for that will be in the recap email and the program uh, link is right here again. Let me just share it one more time. And um, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. Tomorrow, we are going to take some of these concepts and go deeper. We're going to have Q&A and we're also going to have an alumni come and join us as well. So thank you, everybody. And I hope you have a good afternoon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.